This is Sarah Lemon, author of the Whole Dish blog and food writer for the Mail Tribune newspaper in Southern Oregon. This podcast is produced in the Mail Tribune and Rosebud Media. You can find it online at mailtribune.com forward slash podcasts and read my blog, The Whole Dish, at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Springtime herbs have been celebrated in my recent columns, blog posts, and podcasts. It started about a week ago with a column about dill and sort of rediscovering this herb I thought that I knew. Since then, I focused on another unusual herb, one that isn't as ubiquitous as thyme and rosemary, but that's a classic flavor of French cuisine, old world cuisines, and that's tarragon. Like dill, it's easy to grow in the home garden, although it's not related to dill. And it's a perennial that'll come back year after year, provided you treat it nicely. (laughs) Encourage it to do so in the spring. And what it does have in common with dill is just a tender, vibrant, juicy leaf that lends itself really well to seafood and poultry in particular, cream sauces, eggs, and just other delicate flavors. It just adds that little hint of something special. It sets dishes apart from others that might use more commonplace herbs. I posted a recipe to my blog recently that sort of epitomizes this. Chicken tarragon. It probably had its heyday decades ago, but who cares? It's still delicious. And this recipe comes courtesy of Tribune News Service, and it calls for a very simple braising method for frying chicken cut into quarters, bone in, skin on, with white wine, shallots, butter, tarragon, and parsley. Super simple. Not that many ingredients. And it's ready in about 30 minutes or so. The majority of that time is hands-off time. This chicken just simmers away and does its thing, and it's finished at the last minute with tarragon and parsley seasoning a light pan sauce that's delicious with roasted tiny new potatoes. To go with that, or other dishes ideal for the springtime menu, I went back in my archives and revisited a post for celery root salad with sour cream and herbs. Again, the key herb here being tarragon. Chives are incorporated as well. Basil could be as well. Use several herbs, but the tarragon is almost guaranteed to shine through brightest. This is a take on the French classic celery remoulade that's sort of a staple of bistros. This one's adapted using sour cream rather than the traditional creme fraiche. And the celery root is just blanched rather than served raw, which I think makes it a little bit more approachable for cooks who haven't used this vegetable a lot. Again, in season this time of year, I've purchased within the past month some really lovely organic celery root at a locally owned grocery store here in Medford. I love to incorporate it into mashed potatoes or simmer it into stews. But this is a technique when you're tired of winter's cabbage 
as coleslaws and in salads that just gives you a little bit of a change of pace transitioning into spring and the warmer weather. I'll also share that recipe in this podcast. But first, the chicken tarragon posted to my blog, The Whole Dish, at mealtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish on April 8th under the headline, Fresh Tarragon Flavors Classic Chicken. It calls for a three pound frying chicken cut into quarters, a quarter cup, and that's a half stick butter, one tablespoon oil, salt and pepper to taste, four shallots that have been peeled and finely chopped, a half cup white wine, two tablespoons fresh tarragon that have been chopped. You can substitute dried tarragon, but as with any dried herb, it's just not going to have the same intensity of flavor. Tarragon is a key herb in the French blend fines herbes, and that's maybe something if you have in your spice cabinet. It also includes parsley, chervil, and some other herbs you could consider using. Two tablespoons fresh parsley that's been chopped is the final ingredient. Start chicken tarragon by melting in a covered skillet large enough to hold all the chicken pieces, the butter, that quarter cup butter, with the tablespoon oil. When the butter is hot, add the chicken pieces, that's three pounds of a frying chicken that's been cut into quarters, You want them skin side down to brown in the hot butter. Turn the pieces over and brown the other side. This process takes about 10 minutes. Of course, you don't want to be fussing around with the chicken, moving it too much. And of course, the typical cook's advice holds that when the skin of a protein is seared, it will actually release from the pan on its own without you needing to really dig at it and try to get it unstuck. Once it's properly seared, it's just ready to turn. Salt and pepper the chicken piece as well. If you don't have a large enough skillet, after browning the pieces, place them in a covered Dutch oven or casserole and continue cooking, browning this chicken until it has all been browned nicely. Add to the pan those four shallots that have been peeled and finely chopped. Lower the heat, cover the pan, and simmer very, very slowly for 15 to 18 minutes, or maybe as long as 20 minutes if the chickens are on the large side. Remove the cover from the pan, increase the heat slightly, and add the half cup white wine, as well as the two tablespoons fresh tarragon and the two tablespoons fresh parsley that's been chopped. Scrape up any bits that have stuck to the bottom of the pan. This is known as deglazing. Turn the chicken pieces again in the sauce and cook so the sauce is simmering. Turn it up a little bit for three or four minutes to reduce the sauce a little. When it's ready, you can serve this with roasted tiny new potatoes, as I mentioned, or a steamed vegetable, of course, in the springtime. Asparagus is lovely coming into the season for snow peas, and that makes two to three servings of chicken tarragon. Posted to my blog on April 8th under the headline, Fresh Tarragon Flavors Classic Chicken. Now for another classic celery remoulade that's been updated for more modern palates from the cookbook Maine Classics by Mark Geyer 
and Clark Frazier. This was published in 2011, and this recipe was posted to my blog July 1st, 2011, under the headline, Celery Root Makes for Unusual Summer Slaw. This was featured in a collection of stories, a series that was called 20 Salads of Summer that the Associated Press produced that year. It was a series that I found interesting because there was a lot of variety. And this was one of the most unusual recipes, as you may assume if you've never used celery root. I find celery root just such a nice, delicate flavor that's sort of reminiscent of potatoes and not really that like celery. I don't particularly care for celery so much. It's just never been my thing. But incorporating celery root just brings in that little hint of sort of salty, earthy, and even a little bit sweet. So I'd encourage you to give this a try for something that's just not your normal side dish. It's just kind of outside the box a little bit. You'll need a two-pound celery root bulb that's been peeled and julienned. You may find two smaller bulbs that are each a pound. They're really dense. They're heavy. And the skin on the outside is really rough and coarse, even more so than like a beet, for example. It's got kind of crevices. And and while it can be peeled with just a typical vegetable peeler, you might find rough just bits of skin that sort of get pulled into this massive bulb. It also calls for a small Spanish onion that's been peeled in julienne. That measures about a cup. The juice of one lemon, that'll be about two tablespoons. Two teaspoons chopped fresh chives. A half tablespoon chopped fresh tarragon. One tablespoon chopped fresh basil. I would say that in this recipe, it's not totally necessary to include the basil. I might suggest instead fresh flat leaf or Italian parsley to really let these other flavors, the tarragon in particular, the chives, to shine through. And of course, basil isn't strictly speaking in season this year. It's expensive. And so I would definitely go for the herbs that, number one, you could be growing in herb pots by your kitchen or in a home garden, such as the chives and the tarragon. You'll also need two-third cup sour cream for this recipe, kosher salt, and ground black pepper to taste. Find this on my blog archives at blogs.e7oregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food. And the easiest way to search the archives is to select from the drop down menu on the right hand side of the page under the heading archives and select July 2011 page all the way down to the first because they're posted in reverse order. You also could type tarragon into the search field in the top right hand corner and come up with this recipe as well as several others that you could use as a starting point for working with this distinctive herb. Start celery root salad with sour cream and herbs by bringing about a half gallon of water to boil in a large non-reactive pot over high heat. Set a large bowl of ice water next to the stove. So you should have peeled and julienned, again, that two pound celery root bulb or maybe two bulbs that equal two pounds. Julienne, of course, is long, thin matchstick cuts that you're going to have. Think about 
this being like a slaw, a cabbage slaw in long strands is kind of what you're going for. To the boiling water, add the peeled and julienned celery root and that small Spanish onion that's been peeled and julienned, measuring about a cup. Blanch the vegetables in the boiling water for one minute. And then using a slotted spoon, transfer both the celery root and the onion to the ice water and cool for another minute. Drain and pat dry with paper towels. In a large bowl, toss the blanched celery root and onion with the two tablespoons lemon juice. That's the juice from one lemon, approximately. The two teaspoons chopped fresh chives, the half tablespoon chopped fresh tarragon, the tablespoon chopped fresh basil if you like, or on my palate, preferably fresh flat leaf parsley. Then stir in the two-third cup sour cream and salt and ground black pepper to taste. Let the salad sit in the fridge for maybe about an hour or so for these flavors to mingle and that dressing to really kind of coat and penetrate through the celery root and the onion for the best flavor. And when you're ready to serve, serve it cold. And that's six servings of celery root salad with sour cream and herbs featuring fresh tarragon. And it was adapted by the Associated Press from Maine Classics by Mark Geyer and Clark Frazier. And that was posted to my blog on July 1st, 2011 under the headline, Celery Root Makes for Unusual Summer Slaw. Find that on the archives at blogs.esouthernoregon.com forward slash rogue hyphen valley hyphen food. And look for another recipe, an unusual plant-based take on Wellington, like meat wrapped in puff pastry that substitutes roasted carrot as well as sautéed mushrooms tossed with tarragon for another really light springtime sort of festive food for your brunches and Mother's Day coming up. Find that one on April 12th under the headline, Carrots and Pastry Make Veggie Wellington on my blog, The Whole Dish at mailtribune.com forward slash lifestyle forward slash the hyphen whole hyphen dish. Thanks for listening to and reading The Whole Dish.